It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, December 3rd, 2020. I'm Aaron Fulton with Raven News. There are up to six people missing and houses in the water after a large landslide crashed into a residential area in Haines Wednesday afternoon. The Haines Borough has declared a weather emergency as heavy rains washed out roads and caused smaller landslides earlier in the day. Along with other Coast Guard units around the region, Air Station Sitka is responding to the disaster and Sitka's search and rescue team is standing by to provide emergency support. As KHNS's Claire Strumble reports, the National Weather Service recorded over 8 inches of rainfall at the airport in Haines over 48 hours and it's still coming down. Alaska State Troopers and the Haines Volunteer Fire Department evacuated residents by boat Wednesday afternoon after a slide crashed through homes on Beach Road. We seen the trees on the beach and said, what is that? And then all of a sudden we heard, and we looked up and the mountainside's coming down and we just ripped out there. Mike Ward says he raced up to Beach Road from the quick shop, but police asked him not to pass. We went along the beach and we got up on the side, a very side of the slide, and we were yelling and looking to see if we could help, if someone was helpable, you know. He estimated a half mile of the mountain crashed down into the Lynn Canal. There's all sorts of household um, stuff, foam and buckets and colored stuff out in the water and I don't know, eerie feeling. A local search and rescue team looked for the injured until nightfall. The Haynesboro requested helicopter backup from the Coast Guard and National Guard. The Weather Service says this kind of storm only happens once every 25 years. We had a tree come down on top of our house last night. From the hillside, the roots cut loose, likely due to the soil being saturated. Derek Poinsett says the home he built out the Haynes Highway is cut off from town because the road is washed out. Mudslides across town took out at least two homes and blocked the road to the town's fuel and supply dock. Lynn Edgar's home in town flooded on Tuesday night. And so at 8 o'clock I checked on the chickens and uh, they were floating away basically. Um, They were standing on their food bags. At 10 p.m. she set an alarm for 2 a.m. to check on the water level. That was a mistake because it had gotten a lot worse from 10 to 2, and I couldn't drive at that point. I was I was calling dispatch because um, the water was over the, the hood of my car, um, or it was, like, up to the bumpers, and, and I wasn't able to get out. At 4 a.m., first responders used a loader to rescue Edgar and her dog. Salvation Army is working to place evacuees in local hotels. The clinic is closed due to area flooding. A morning medevac to the nearest hospital was forced to land downtown in the public safety building parking lot due to washouts and flooding between town and the airport. Haines Mayor Doug Olrood is a lifelong Haines resident. He says he's never seen storm damage like this. There are several major infrastructure damages in town. Alaska Power and Telephone's backup diesel generator is keeping the lights on in the borough. They have enough fuel um, there for two days. There's an additional 7,000 gallons of fuel in town that we can use for to keep the generators running. If that runs out, there's a plan to divert a Sitka-bound fuel barge to the cruise ship dock if debris still blocks the road out to the shipping dock. Flooding took out half a water tank, limiting supply and resulting in a boil water recommendation for anyone on the town's water supply. Olrood asks that the roughly half mile of residential area from Young Road to Matthias Avenue conserve water. And so we're asking people to do extreme rationing. Um, we've got enough, we've got half the normal volume, but it could be up to a week until we can get more water into the tank. 
and and do the necessary repairs. Flood water and debris have overwhelmed the sewage treatment plant, but homes should not be affected. That's because the plant is bypassing certain pumps to avoid damage. The effluent is diverted directly into the bay. Resident Woody Paul hasn't been asked to evacuate yet, but says he's thinking about taking his family to a hotel just in case. Because it's in the middle of town, away from the mountains more. Better safe than sorry, I guess. I don't want to scare them either, though. Juno-based National Weather Service meteorologists say Haines residents should brace for more rain. With already saturated soil, there is a continued risk for debris flows and mudslides through Wednesday evening. With additional reporting from Henry Leisha in Haines and help from Abby Collins and Casey Grove in Anchorage, I'm Claire Strimple in Haines. Sitka and many surrounding communities have escaped serious damage from the storm, but it still brought record-breaking rain and heavy winds to the region. Sitka broke a record for rainfall on Tuesday, according to the National Weather Service. In the Chichagoff Island town of Teneke Springs, two bridges washed out along with parts of the town's trail. The National Weather Service doesn't collect consistent data in Teneke Springs, but a gauge on the mountain behind the town recorded over five inches of rainfall in 24 hours. It's a rare event, one that statistics only predicts every 25 years or so. The city of Pelican reported power and phone outages from fallen trees, but no major damage from flooding. They received almost a foot of rain in 48 hours. And in Yakutat, gusts of wind up to 63 miles per hour over the last few days toppled trees, leading to six power outages. Yakutat's chief of police said it's the kind of event he's used to seeing once or twice a year, not three times in one week. The Sitka Assembly is prepared to turn over the former community hospital building to the Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium, but whether that's an outright sale hasn't been decided. Earlier this fall, Search expressed interest in owning the building, which it now leases for its long-term care unit. But there are some who wonder if the property shouldn't remain in city hands. KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. While Search still plans to build a new hospital in the next five years on the Mount Edgecombe Medical Center campus, it now wants to include renovating the Sitka Community Hospital building in that project. Search wants the space to expand its long-term care and outpatient behavioral health clinics and add staff offices. Search Chief Medical Officer Dr. Elliot Brule told the Assembly at a special meeting on December 1st that renovating Sitka Community Hospital would take a lot of work and millions of dollars due to a great deal of deferred maintenance on the building. Um, and uh, I realize that a detailed evaluation of that is not completed, but it's really clear to our maintenance folks that uh, it's going to require substantial investment. And um, we certainly um, are willing to do that if um if the property is uh, a property that we own. Search acquired the hospital in 2019, but the city still owns the property. The consortium leases the building, which houses long-term and urgent care. They first floated the idea of buying the property in October. Most assembly members were on board with selling the hospital, and a motion was made to direct city staff to move forward with the sale process. Mayor Stephen Eisenbeis said he was relieved that Search had expressed interest in the property. The the sale alleviates one of my large concerns I had when Search uh, acquired the assets of Sitka Community Hospital. And that was, what are we going to do with an empty building at the end of five years when the lease is up? The building is very specifically built. Um, it's, it doesn't lend itself well to, to many other uses without a substantial cost in remodel. To, to open up these discussions to me, I'm, I'm very excited about. But member Valerie Nelson thought there could be other options for the building. 
She said before they made the decision to sell, she wanted staff to conduct a feasibility study to see if it could be retooled as a space for the Sitka Police Department, which many say is in need of a newer modern building. It seems to me some people have been told it's just too cost prohibitive to retool. But I worked um, for the company that built the hospital in 1984, I believe, maybe 1985. And I think it is very adaptable to suit the needs of what we may be looking for for a police department and could also be used in conjunction with long-term care facility. During public comment, three Sitkins spoke, all with reservations about the potential sale. Sandra Rudd lives next to the hospital on Halibut Point Road and was concerned the assembly might push to sell the property without seeking a competitive bid first. Everybody seems to think that it's restricted to medical use. That's just not the case. There could be possibly a whole lot of good ideas of how to use that property if it was put out to a competitive bid. Member Rebecca Hemshoot suggested the assembly consider a first right of refusal should Search ever decide to sell the property, the city would have first dibs. And she proposed an amendment to the original motion to explore long-term leasing as an option. Search is needed renovate the building and you can borrow against a long-term lease to do that and maybe in the long term that is better for them. I, I don't know what they want but this would give room to negotiate between a sale or a long-term lease which might be a non-starter. Maybe they're not interested but let's not rule it out and I think in some ways it serves us better in that we maintain control of the property and they still have the option to do the renovations they need without necessarily having to commit to owning the building. The amendment failed to muster the necessary votes, failing two to four with members Hemshoot and Nelson voting for it. The vote to direct staff to begin the sale process of the Sitka Community Hospital building passed five to one with member Valerie Nelson opposed. The vote only started the multi-step sale process. The assembly ultimately could put the property out for a competitive bid, or seek a waiver to sell directly to search without competition. And the assembly can also take the sale of the property to an advisory vote of the public. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. Eight more Sitkins tested positive for the coronavirus on Wednesday. The patients range in age from several between the ages of 10 and 19 to a patient in his 50s. At least four of them were experiencing symptoms when they were tested earlier this week, according to city data. They were infected by close contact with someone known to have the virus. This makes 221 total cases reported in Sitka since the start of the pandemic. As of 5 p.m. on Wednesday, 38 of those cases were still considered active, according to city data. With new cases reported every day for over a month, Sitka remains at the red or high risk level. Officials recommend residents wear face masks in public, maintain social distance, and avoid indoor gatherings. Sitka schools, with the exception of Baranoff Elementary, are all in remote learning. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News. 